Becoming a regular co-host, Shane Madrinich. How's it going? What's happening? All right. Yeah, not much. Well, actually, there is a bit of new stuff going on lately. Um, a lot of good, fun stuff. Um, yeah. Um, so, hey, let's start out this weekend. Um, you guys in Duluth are having the Electric Boogie. Why don't, yep. you, why don't you tell uh, people about that one? Yeah, Electric Boogie. Um, as stated, it's all electric. Um, so pretty much any open um, electric class, whether it's 10th scale or A scale, uh, we start at 10 a.m. on Saturday and run until we're done. That's it's gonna awesome. be It's going to be done on live time. Nice. Uh, it will be three rounds of qualifying, qual points, best two out of three. And then um, uh, longer means. So probably 10 minutes for the A scales, 15 minutes for the 10th maybe? Uh, I don't think we're going that high. I think we're doing 10 minutes for A scale, uh, 8 for Pro 4, and actually 8 for all the rest of the electric classes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin was telling me that um, he tried to get an all-nitro class going, but you're keeping it purely electric. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of, it was kind of ran up the chain, and, um, you know, I guess it's called the electric boogie. Exactly, that's the point of it. (laughs) It's not the nitro boogie. Exactly. Um, Let's see here, the the weather is, um, the weather is, okay, here's the deal. So for all you uh, amateur meteorologists, you have to get dark sky, I think that's, yes, dark sky, and enter the address of the track, because this is so accurate that one time at North Branch, it rained across the street, but not at the track, and this app saw it, you know what I mean? That's crazy. And so far, it's looking like it might drizzle a little bit, but then you're basically clear till nighttime. Sure. So you're you're pretty clear for racing on Saturday. Yeah, I think we're going to be safe. Yeah. And of course, a pug just starts freaking out right now. Oh, well. It is what it is. Yeah, dog likes to bark at literally nothing. So, hold on one second here. <laughs> Danny asks, when are you going to drop me and get a quality second mic? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Frickin' Danny. So, that's awesome. Uh, we, uh, the Electric Boogies is set Saturday. Um, I am hope it'll do well. Um, I'm a little bit... I feel bad for... Uh, 
about a, almost a month ago, we had to uh, cancel the Nitro Series race because of uh, rain all weekend. Hold right. on one second. I'm going to pause this real quick, but uh, the people at home won't know that. It'll be a seamless transition. Hold on. All right, we're back. I had to shut the blinds. The dog was barking at leaves. That's quality. Oh, yeah. Nobody could tell, though, because all I do is hit pause and unpause. So, anyways, um, the Nitro Series had to cancel for the very first time ever in the series history just because it looked just horrible and... It basically was. We would have been able to run until 2 p.m. on Saturday. Then it was rain the rest of the way. Yep. So um, people were wondering if we're going to do a double points race or what's going to happen with throwouts. So it's going to be six races, but we're still keeping the two throwout deal going. Sure. Okay. So it'll be cut down to four races then for points? Yes. That that's a talk at least. Uh, I I believe that's what we decided on because we were talking about double points and stuff like that. And well, you know, when things, when people don't like something at RC, it just wrecks their life. True. And, and a couple of years ago, we had double points race for Ricks, and I think Duluth because. Before you started racing, um, Duluth numbers were low, so we're trying to pump up numbers for Ricks and Duluth. And sure. people just threw so much shade at us. It's like all we're trying to do is pump up the numbers. Right. But. Yeah, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I kind of get it. You know, the, the double points thing, if somebody can't be there, then, of course, they're all points. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. The, the the issue with decision with decision making is someone will not be happy with whatever the decision is. Doesn't matter what the decision is, someone will not be happy with it. So how do you please everybody? Oh yeah. My wife said uh once we canceled, I should have just shut my phone off. <laughs> because I used to do that deal with that with the SSES back yep. in the day. And the first season, it's like the weather was great. Then every season after that, it was just awful. Um, that's another reason why I quit with that series. I, I would cancel, and I'd get 50% of people saying, oh, well, thanks for canceling early and not making us wait in the rain. Now the other 50% would be like, F you, I plan my weekend around you. How dare you? That type of stuff. Yep. So, yeah, you're right. You can't please everybody with it. Yep. You just got to make a decision and go with it, and whatever it is, it is. Yep. Well, I wanted to talk about a track. Um, Senior and I, a couple weeks ago, went to Pingree, North Dakota. Yep. That was a pretty fun track. Um, Yeah, sounds sounds like it was a pretty good time. Yeah, so it was more old school, so... The, the way there, it was a little, um, it's called, they have a Facebook page and a thread on RC Tech, just search PRCP. Um, so basically, on the way there, 
the alternator takes a crap in the truck, but we were almost there, so we push it there. And Tyler, have you ever met Tyler? Yep, I've met Tyler Lynn. Yeah, Tyler Lynn, he helped us out. Um, real nice guy. Um, got the alternator changed out, all that stuff. Just really friendly people up there. And then um, there's about 60 entries. And I'll tell you what. Do you notice on some things people are like, oh, I want the old school track, I want the sandy track, I want the track that blows out a little bit, I don't want this super hard pack, super groove type track. This is your track. Sure. For sure. I know they've been trying to do this with Ricks lately too, but um, the this place they have a once a month series also. Their next race is uh, it's a one day gig. It's gonna be June twenty fourth. Um, I am gonna try to make it. Oh, the dog's barking at nothing again. <laughs> Anyways, uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the kids out, out of the house. The wife took them swimming, and now the dogs are barking. But what are you going to do? Um, anyways, so we, I mean, it was nice and warm out, and they just kept water on it between every round, and it got loamy and dusty. That dust really sticks to your car up there, though. I did the SC1 to my vehicles before I went there. It, sure. It it did nothing. Wow. <laughs> it really did nothing. Um, this this is some other kind of dust, but but you can get it off. I got it off my vehicles. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, it was the layout was fun. It, there were lanes that looked more narrow than they are, and I'm like, well, Tyler, these lanes you got to make them. 10 feet wide he's like oh they are they they look like they're five to six feet wide but they're really 10 because the way they're coming at you and whatnot sure it was a really fun challenging track um their next race is gonna be june 24th i'm gonna try to make it i'm not sure if i can or not but i'm gonna yeah. try um that's the weekend after loose nuts right yes okay but that's 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 not the issue the issue is uh, the night before, uh, my nephew and I are, are going to see uh, Joe Rogan's stand-up, and we're going to the late show that doesn't start until 10 p.m. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a late one. Yeah. So, um, and Senior and I have to leave here at like 3.45 in the morning. Well, as long as Senior's driving, you can take a nap. Well, I don't know. Some sometimes he doesn't let me nap, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, but I, I would like to go there again for sure. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's a good time, um, and I also made a decision there to switch my e buggy into a nitro buggy. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, I think there's some controversy going on there on Facebook. Yeah, like I said, when when people don't like something in the RC world, it, it just totally wrecks their life. Yep, it's unreal. So so what happened with that Tekken? Um, I thought it was a receiver at first, because um, when all of a sudden I'm in third place with like 
two minutes left to go, comfortably in third. I could have been farther up, but one, I didn't have the right tires. Because when I talk to people, I'm like, well, what kind of tires do you run there? They're like, oh, like bow ties and stuff. I'm like, bull crap. You're not running bow ties. <laughs> well, guess what? They might be running bow ties, but they probably don't work. Guess what? The tire for that track is bow ties. Ah, go figure. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> so, uh, I'm I'm running like a whole shot. It's okay. It's not great. Also, back to back with Truggy. And, and like I said in my post, I'm not good enough to go between electric and nitro. It's not that I hate electric. It's that I'm not good enough to go between them. I got to choose one. It's it's a completely different drive. Yeah, like there's a triple in front of the driver's stand, um, at Pingree, and on my truck I was timing it. I was landing it perfectly. It was real nice. And then for the first few laps with the e buggy, I tried taking it the same way, and I'd overshoot it by ten feet, and then I'd slow it down and try to get a handle on it and this is what the rest of the jumps too and i'd undershoot everything so i just can't go between the two but anyways what happened was so i'm in solidly in third place and they had b main for both um e-buggy and truggy i made the a both surprisingly nice. that that hasn't happened in a while <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah and all of a sudden my car just shut off. I'm like, it, it like steered real slow for a second. I'm like, oh no. This brand new KO servo that I've been touting and bragging up and all that crap just took a crap on me. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I have no throttle either. I'm like, oh no. My speedo blew or something or my receiver just quit working. Sure. And then I shut it off and turned it back on and everything worked fine again. But it was too late at that point. Right. So. Yep, that happens. So it thermaled. And it, after dealing with all of that, I'm, I'm done with e-buggy. At least for now. You can never say you're done with something forever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's become our hottest class at our club. Oh, for sure. Um. Yeah, honestly, too, it's one of those things. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be racing. I could race another 20 years, or I could quit this winter. You know, I've been really paying attention to what I've been spending, and I've been spending about 500 to 650 a month running A-scale only. Two, yeah, that's big bucks. Two classes. But that's what. that's just too much. And I'm getting, basically, on, on everything besides tires, I'm getting sponsored, like your low-level sponsor deals, because Dollar Hobbies, um, you know, that they beat most people's entry-level sponsorship um, prices on parts. And sure. the little hobby shop uh, in the forest of Japan that I get my motors and servos through, that's way better than any sponsorship. So, sure. So, yeah, it's just the costs have gotten out of control. I either got to figure out how to control everything or just stop and start doing jiu-jitsu tournaments. 
<laughs> and how much does that cost? Uh, 20 bucks a class. Like, sure. Like um, 20 bucks a class in a tournament. Cause sure, I, okay. Um, I'd be doing like gi, no gi, whatever. And then um, the the cost for... I'm, I'm already paying the cost for the school. That's 130 a month. So, I mean, it basically cost me next to nothing to do tournaments. Yeah. But that's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I'm. I had everything, so I. So I'm in the process of switching the Kyosho over to Nitro. It should be ready for loose nuts. Well, it'll be your Nitro debut. Yeah. Well, not the. I haven't ran a Nitro buggy since. Buggy. Yeah, I haven't ran a Nitro buggy since 09 or 09 or 08 around there. And that's a few years. Yeah. Well, there there's there's a couple things I'm going to be running that I haven't ran in a few years this summer um at the end of July, Bob Block invited me and senior out to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska to run some A scale on road. Oh, that'll be cool. I haven't ran that in nine years since definitely '08 since the last time I, the last Heart of America race that was in Minnesota. I ran, was in '09 or 2010, and I ran fifth scale. This one is wow. a scale. It's a scale is a blast, but uh, I'm trying to make the decision whether to race or um, stay home and. Watch UFC 214 because that fight card's amazing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, big decisions. Yeah, there there are. It's stay home, spend fifty bucks, and watch a fighter go run an amazing class to run. It it really is. But the problem is, is well, <laughs> I might want to run it again though. <laughs> so then you're sucked in. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm kind of worried about it because yep. th- think about um think about a eighty mile an hour car that handles like a stock twelve scale. Actually, a little better than a stock twelve scale. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> it, it's a blast. Sure. So um, we got an upcoming race. Um. In a week and a half here, the weekend of Father's Day weekend, June 17th and 18th in uh, North Branch. Right. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, loose nuts. Um, tires of choice there. It's just like every everywhere else. Um, hole shots or um, God, uh, fugitive lights. Yep. Um, it's going to be M3 to x3 compound for sure whatever that is and whoever else's tires figure it out if it's going to be hot get a get an x2 ready to roll yep and just in case i'm gonna have some uh clay bar tires just in case yeah i was gonna say last year i think there were some guys running bar tires yep yep um the track rarely gets there, but when it actually does get there, you want them. Yep. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, your car gets almost too stuck with the whole shot. 
So, um, yeah, I, I wish I could pull weather up for that, but, uh, it's still too early. Yeah, it's, it's a crapshoot. It always is. Yeah. D- Danny's been, in, uh, working on the track though. It'll be, re- it'll, the layout looks cool. He's got a picture of it on his Facebook page. Um, he hasn't packed it or put the tubes down yet, but that's all that's left. Sure. Yeah, that's not too bad. All right, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to give that a response. Lovato, whatever. <laughs> I was just I was just looking at it. Yeah. Maybe Nick wants to listen in sometime. Yeah, yeah. No, he's probably one of those guys who listens to podcasts. They're dumb. Well, that's actually all I listen to. Yeah, some people like that stuff. Yeah, I have eight hours a day I have to fill with audio material. Because I sit at a machine and whatever. Right, yep. So. Gotta have something to do. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, um. You said there's an article that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it was the. Uh, Live RC article by Aaron Waldron here like a week or so ago. Uh, he was discussing people calling practice sessions test and tune, and and kind of a little bit of a debate, you know, between practice and test and tune. And he made, you know, he made some good points. You know, um, are you practicing because? you're mediocre and you're trying to get better, but you're calling a test and tune because you're mediocre and you're trying to figure out what setup works for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I found it interesting. Well, it's all tests. Like, um, when I used to go to the track three to four days a week, when TCHR was open, every single time I put my car on the track, I made a change, not at some changes, having no idea what it was going to do on practice days. Sure. So I was testing, and I've done stupid little things that actually helped out a ton and never really shared it. I was one of those guys. I'll I'll give you 95% of my setup. So. (laughs) Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, you know, I prefer to call it practice, and you're tuning during that time to suit the track you know yeah. what's what's the car doing on the track right now you know does it have a push is it is yeah. it you I, know what what's it doing i i kind of get his uh get his deal you know what are you testing though because i i think what he means is like like are you testing prototype parts or are you just throwing your car down on the track right but yeah yep i don't know I don't think anybody in this state anyways, uh, for off-road at least, gets prototype anything. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so either. You know, but but are you... You know, say I decide to copy Ryan Cavallari's setup sheet from some track in California. Oh, yeah. You know, is that testing? That, that'll be the twitchiest, crappiest setup you've ever had in your vehicle <laughs> in your life. Right, right. Which which I actually am getting ready to try one out on the on the new three point one. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It so, looks pretty crazy. I'll find out what it does this weekend. 
So, um, how is that new 3.1 in comparison to the 3? Uh, well, I didn't have a ton of time on the 3 either, but so far I'm liking the 3.1 better. Uh, it's uh, It's been a bit more responsive. That could just be me. That could have been the way the 3.0 was set up versus the 3.1. It took me probably two different days to get that 3.1 where, you know, where, where I thought it was good, you know, for my skill level. Okay. Um, but you know, overall, you know, the, the differentials are bigger, which is, which is pretty slick. Um, they have an, they have an internal gear ratio that you can change on, you know, on it. So you can do the whole underdrive overdrive thing. If, you know, if you're into that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things. It's, Mugen started that trend of the HT diffs, and um, that's I I think it's really going to start taking off. I still haven't put it in my truck yet. I'm having an issue spending the cash. Sure. They're about, if you get them from A-Main, it's 170 bucks. If I get it from my little hobby shop in the forest of Japan, it's like 112 before shipping, though. Sure. Which, about 20 bucks for shipping? It depends. Radio will cost you 85 to ship. Sure. Depending okay. on size and weight. Sure. So, so what all what are you getting for that price? Three diffs. Okay. Um, but, it, I mean, I, I like the new innovation in technology, but it's frustrating because we were... Damn dog. Anyways, just ignore it. Sorry. The dog's literally again barking at nothing. <laughs> but um, the on Dollar Hobbies they have the diffs for the the regular diffs for um, like twenty five dollars, twenty okay. t- twenty to twenty five bucks. Sure. And when the gears show just a little bit of wear, I just replace whole diff. Sure. Okay. So that's the only reason I'm going to, I kind of wonder if the associated diffs will work because Dollar will have those in stock because um, that's a kit feature. It's not a hop up. Okay. So. Hmm. Well, swing by the the trailer next weekend and and check them out. I will. Hold on. I'm going to pause this again for one second. All right. We're back. Blind old pug. I, I literally closed the curtains last time I last time uh, I paused it, and he's still bark. He, he's staring at the curtains, barking. No kidding. Yeah. So must be hearing things. Yeah, must be. So, um, have you ever thought about giving the associated truggy a try? Uh, you know, I'd l- I'd love to run it, but man. Two classes is a lot of work. I couldn't imagine three. Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you, you almost need a full-time pit crew that doesn't race in order to be able to keep up on that stuff. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I, I was just sitting here thinking, if you ever thought of it, you know, it, it'd be fun to switch back and forth maybe between Nitro Buggy and Nitro Truggy. Or yep. yep. Tr- yeah. I. It certainly looks like a fun class. Yeah. Um. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, I was talking to 
well, I was posted under one of J Joseph Quagrain. I don't know how to say JQ's post today. Sure. And he was talking about the X-ray Truggy and making fun of the um, vice champion title. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't see that post. Oh, it's pretty good. But I'm like, why don't you come out with the Truggy? I'm sure. like, I would switch if you had a Truggy. And he's like, do you need a Truggy? Or is it, he called it a mental block. Because <laughs> it, it's like, you know, you're kind of right. But the thing is, if I were to switch to a vehicle that Dollar Hobbies didn't carry parts for, I would need it. I would need I mean, not many parts cross over, but the parts that do cross over, it'd be nice to nice to only buy one of. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the that's kind of the problem is is the part support on some of that stuff. Yeah, I might switch to a JQ buggy next year. Sure. Depending on where he is and what he's doing, and because that black car, man, it's pretty close to being there sure wasn't wasn't there a few of those at the moto dome yeah one took six in the a okay hard to argue with yeah that's pretty good and who was that i forgot the guy's name but he races down in omaha i believe okay sure okay but yeah it's it was a good looking car um yeah so um god what else did i have Hold on one second. So, oh, let's do some uh, questions. So Rob was wondering about um, the decision between between um, what we're going to do for points. We already covered that. Yep. Ryan Greening was wondering about the electric boogie. We already covered most of it, but um, he's wondering if, People can camp at the camp at the fairgrounds Friday night. Yep. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I figured it won't be a problem. So, you know, camp, you know, around the track area, and then um, whatever. Yep. It'd be, yep. It'd be the usual. You know, just like for a nitro series race. You know, pull up, practice Friday night if you like, and and uh, be ready for racing Saturday morning. Okay. Rob Patrick wants to. Uh, he says, tell everybody what they're missing out on the little track in Pingree. Well, Rob, let me tell you, Rob had a really good day. He won Truggy. Um, yeah, that was pretty slick. I saw that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I think Tyler, um, Ty, Tyler, after every race, he kept asking me questions. Like I'd mutter something and then, because... I, I'd mutter something, but I didn't mean anything bad by it. It's like, oh, there's a damn divot there now, you know. But it, it's kind of like <laughs> yep. it's kind of like cool. There's a d new divot. I got to change my line, stuff like that. Right. And then pit road is like double wide. The pit pit lane's really nice there. Um, what else? Oh, there's indoor pitting for about 25 people. Well, that's cool. So if you get there early enough. Oh, and there's also a carpet track there. Yeah, that's right. He spent some money on, on some CRC black carpet. Yeah, yeah. 
I had no idea that's where, because I, I knew about the Prairie Nights race, which is never going to happen at Prairie Nights again. Um, that he was telling me that, but um, I didn't know that's where it came from. It's just he he had the carpet laid out, but not tacked down or not. And he, I don't know if he's going to build a subfloor or whatnot. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Um, oh. Let's see what else do we got here. Um, oh, I think Ryan was wondering how the hell can you spend so much time watching a 500 baseball team? <laughs> you know, you got you got to support those guys. Um, I will say, watching the Twins is better than watching the Timberwolves because you know what have the Timberwolves ever done since 1989? Uh, I think they had one good season, but yeah, it's, you know, the, watching the Twins is is yeah. kind of tough, but. Um, it's Minnesota sports to, to, to let the cat out of the bag. I do practice quite regularly during the week. So in the evening, I do like to sit down and, and, uh, watch some twins with my wife. Oh, I gotcha. So, uh, how much time have you, uh, been putting in the track lately? A ton. I practice four days a week. Really? That's awesome. Yep. About how many packs? I mean, you got to be going through the tires like crazy. Uh, I go in the morning, so I usually do two packs in the morning before work. Okay. Um, and then last weekend I was there both Saturday and Sunday, probably five packs on Saturday. Uh, I'd say four packs on Sunday. Gotcha. So you're yep. um, it's probably about. You're going through a set a week, aren't you? Yeah, it kind of depends. You know, depends. You know, like on the weekend, obviously it's dry, so it's it's going to be hot. And yep. the grip was crazy high. I mean, crazy high. I blew off the track on Sunday, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, club nights we water the track, so typically, you know, your tires are good for for quite some time. Yep. So. Do you have a tire sponsorship or just associated? Nope, just associated. Good. Were, weren't you running some funky tire last year? Or was that Kalinowski? Uh, I ran Panther last year. Oh. I think Kalinowski had sweeps and VP and I don't know a bunch of bunch of those brands. Yeah, Proline. You want to run Proline? <laughs> <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I think I still have one set of Panther still in in my tote. Otherwise, everything else is Proline. Yeah. Well, I mean, pro line. Contrary, contrary to what Kyle Holmberg told me to do. Yeah. Well, J-Concepts are good, too. Yep. Um, so are um, AKA. But if you're going outside of that three, I don't know, man. Um, well, you know, the the issue with Panther is they just don't have a lot of options. You know, they've, they've got a lot of tires that are good for a highly grooved track. Well, they also know, didn't or, keep up with you their know, rubber. Right. Yeah. Well, they they started last year. They started to have some long wear compounds come out. Okay. Uh, I found like their super soft was like, I mean, it was like ultra soft. You know, really. It was it was, it was softer than Proline's M4. Oh wow! And so it, and just so it, it would just disintegrate. Yep. Yeah. You know, it needed to be like twenty degrees <laughs> to yeah. run them. Yeah, for sure. So, but they just don't have a ton of options for you know for the types of tracks that we run on. Yep, yep. Um Yeah, I don't know. Um hey, did you see uh Reedy came out with the new fixed timing motor today? Yep. 
Now, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, we'll see we'll see how many tracks or, or clubs uh, or organizations decide that they you know that they want to do a, a fixed motor, you know, handout motor or you know or just require people to run that motor. Be interesting to see you know how it turns out for them. Well, I, I was talking to. I actually had a discussion back and forth with somebody on Live RC that wasn't vicious or malice. It was, it was actually kind of nice. Yep. Because it's like, see, see, you and God, a lot of you guys, you and John Weeda, and uh, yeah, you and John Weeda, and a, a lot of you guys. Never ran during the brushed era. Right. Um, to me, this able to adjust the timing on your motor and bearings in a motor, in a stock motor. Sure. And it costs $150. To me, I mean, we've, we've been running brushless consistently now for 10 or 11 years. Yep. And it all still feels way wrong. Yep. Um, yeah, I hear you. But but I was talking to the guy, this one guy. He's like, well, every motor, even from the same manufacturer, varies in a degree or two to the timing marks. Right. Well, they'd simply have to just up their production value. Uh, are there, I mean, they have to... And I've said this before, I when I was still friends with Ernie on Facebook, um, I think I said to him, you know, you got to tighten up your tolerances. He goes, well, then the motors become unaffordable. I go, what do you mean unaffordable? I said, Roar marks maximum price for a stock motor, $150. Yep. And that's what you're charging. It's like unaffordable. No. Dude's getting them for twenty five a piece. I yeah. guarantee it, or cheaper. I mean, think about it. He he does really nothing else besides Trinity, and he drives a Ferrari. <laughs> He's doing well. Yeah. So you you can't tell me that. It's just one of those frustrating things. You know, I would really like them to see him lower the cost of a stock motor roar. To a hundred dollars, have yep. a fixed timing. I, I just threw out there twenty-four degrees because that's what it used to be back in the brush days. But it could be anything; it doesn't matter. Right. And then, um, you know, have a standard rotor side, and everybody's just doesn't. You see a lot of the new guys out there just not get that concept. They're all like, well, then these guys couldn't keep up, and these guys couldn't keep up, and these, and well, that's the way it was back in the day. You know, everybody would right. have to design to roar specifications, keep up or die. Yep. And only one or two would rise to the top, and the rest would die. It's it's kind of funny. Reedy never made a that good of a stock motor ever i think they had a good 19 turn at one point but uh, which would be equivalent to 13.5 today right um but they they uh, made good mod motors but i i guarantee you they they made a mint on brushes because i would i would and everybody 
else I knew would buy the 100 pack. They sold them in pairs or packs of 100. Okay. And everybody would buy the 100 pack and they'd put them in the Trinity motor. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the motor debate, it's probably going to go on forever. Um, well, that's what sucks. Before before brushless came came along, the motor debate was over. Uh, sure, I've said this before, and I believe I've said it on this podcast. Lipo batteries are the best things to happen to RC, probably ever. It's the best evolution. Brushless motors are the worst, and it really brings the laziness out in people. Sure. Um, yeah, because they don't have to do any work on the motor. Well, technically, you should. Like, if I do race 12 scale this winter, um, I'm going to try to clean the motor out once at the track and once when I get home. Sure, it's a good idea. Because have you ever sprayed one out? Oh yeah, and they're, watch they're a full black, of crap. Yeah, watch a black crap drip, crap drip out and get all the little carpet fibers out of there and everything else. Sand. Yeah, sand. Well, depending on where you're running. Right. So, uh, speaking, um, MMR's got their new location. Yeah. No. Is is that right in the same area as his old track? I believe so. I believe it's. Um, I believe it's across the street. Um, let, let me bring it up here. Um, let's see here. Come on. Oh, he still has the old address under his Facebook page. Oh, moving to a new location. June, July. Come on. It's not, okay, it's... 3850 Edgewood... Ah. I want to say Edgewood Avenue. It's not giving me the full address, but Minneapolis. And the thing is, um, the old track was right on that border of St. Louis Park in Minneapolis. Right. This could be right there, too. It's all right there. Sure. Um, He put in brand new carpet again. I don't know what happened to that old stuff. I believe it's brand new. That's what I've heard. Yeah, what I... The rumor I heard, and of course I'll just call it a rumor because I didn't hear from the man's mouth himself, Yep, is new carpet for on-road. The old carpet will get laid over the top of that carpet for off-road purposes. Oh, cool. When, when on-road comes around, you know, jumps, astroturf, uh, old black carpet come off, and you've got a fresh, um, brand new carpet that hasn't been touched by off-road cars. Oh. That's a great idea. That was my understanding. Whether that's true, I don't know. Yep, yep. So, um, I have a question. So, Andrew's been, I mean, he's released a new location now, and he's been posting pics of it now. But he's had this location for, like, a while now. And he's known he's going to have to move MMR for a while now. Right. Um, Do you think his... um, I mean, I, I I feel no way heads or tails about the move of keeping it so hush-hush. But, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? Because he knows he did kind of keep it a little hush-hush about where he was moving or when he was going to move or right. what, what yeah. was going to happen. 
for a while yeah, there. It, it, it was kept pretty hush hush. Yeah. Um, you know, that's obviously that's his decision to, to make. You oh, know, maybe sure. there was a reason why he needed to kind of keep it under wraps until it actually yeah. happened. I, I know they had to move, no. like, the bathrooms. Okay. Because I believe they were, well, and again, this is rumor. I haven't talked to Andrew in months. But from what I heard were the bathrooms were, like, in the middle of the floor and they had to move them and whatever. And there was work to be done still, but he's had this location i i believe it's the same building owner okay so hmm. yeah it was yeah i'm i'm sure he had his reasons you know it's it's probably one of those things where you know i've i've told somebody hey i'm gonna i'm gonna buy this car and then he never did and then you didn't buy the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, you know the, i got a new job yeah. no i didn't get a new job no that, you that, know? that is a good point um and he is hyping it up pretty good right now. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it looks like it's a, a much larger facility. Um, I know his, I know his off-road numbers are much larger than his than his on-road numbers are. But yeah, you know. I, I think that's going to change um, this new space. And again, it does look. I, I can't. It, it, if I do race this winter, I'm going to race 12 scale stock only. And obviously, I'm going to do your guys' Saturday series up in Superior, or if you guys have to move, I've heard Gary talking about that. Right. Uh, um, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do a little bit of MMR down here. Sure. You know, actually, I'm probably going to buy the 12 scale, and I'm going to start out the winter racing. But in about December, I'm going to enter my first jiu-jitsu tournament, and depending on how badly I get my ass beat... <laughs> We'll, we'll see what happens. Now, would you say the same thing if you got your ass beat on the track? I do that anyway. I, I, <laughs> I, I am in exactly the middle of the pack driver. Sure. It seems like I always finish in that exact middle spot. Sure. You know, every yep. once in a while I'll have a good run or whatever, podium, whatever. It's been probably a year and a half since I've won anything. Okay, you're due. Yeah, well, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're due. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. We're about 46 minutes in here. Um, God, what else do I have? Let's see. There's an MMR gig. Yeah, I can't wait to race her. Um. Yeah. Oh, we were gonna do. I was gonna do that podcast with Brewstead, but um, it's hard to get a hold of that guy. Okay. Yeah, that never came to fruition. It will, but his summers are pretty busy, and mine are pretty busy, and it's one of those things. It's I I gotta wait for the kids' spring sports to end. Yep. Because that's also why I'm only going to jujitsu twice a week instead of three to four. Sure. Um, because I, the, you know, kids have sports and Joey's got something three days a week and Jackie's got something twice a week and all that crap. Sure. Um, so, so let me ask you this. Okay. Would you prefer to settle your differences on the mat or the track? The mat. Definitely the mat now, huh? Okay. Yep. The mat, the mat or four ounce gloves in a cage. Sure. Okay. 
Hold on one second, sorry. I had to swallow some uh, alpha brain. It helps out. <laughs> um, no, right now it's what I know is very raw and still needs to be developed. With to like I'm years away from being good at both fighting and whatever. But it's one of those things, and I won't get too deep into it because this is an RC podcast, even though I was going to make it RC and MMA, but I couldn't get anybody that was into MMA to co-host with me. Sure, okay. I was going to do like a half hour of each. Um, but basically, I, I'm in a middle position right now. So let's say somebody that's jacked, but they've never fought before, never had any kind of training. I could beat them up and down the mat with everything. Sure. But there's guys that have been going to that gym for years that could beat me up and down the mat, no problem. And I have a base defense for everything, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> sure. There, There's this... uh. 17-year-old girl, I, I think she was 17. She's a younger girl I was rolling with. And she tapped me out a whole bunch. Wow. You know, that's <laughs> a, that's a, that's the thing with jiu-jitsu. Your size, it really doesn't matter too much. Right. It's all about leverage and finding necks and arms. Yeah, it's, it's kind of about the same in, in RC racing. You know, you're a 40-year-old dude getting beat by a 16-year-old kid. Well, see... <laughs> See that that younger thing is um, that that's a definite advantage. Sure. P people were talking about a forty-plus class, and even though I I kind of like the idea, I don't. Too many classes I've always thought is a bad thing. Yeah. And right now we're sitting at a good spot with where we're at. Um, pretty soon it looks like um, in the MNRC two-wheel drive sportsmen unless they start showing up it's not going to happen anymore yeah only two showed up to the dome yeah that's not good no but plenty of four-wheel drive sportsmen showed up right see i was a little bit worried because uh you had a whole bunch of people graduate from um graduate from sportsmen last year up into regular classes you had the hens brothers yep. and you had uh zach van dalen right and uh, yeah I, as they, I, as oh, they and, should uh, and um brody brody little iggy right i i think he also graduated too i'm not sure though but a whole bunch of people took their places which is a great thing yeah, exactly. But the two-wheel drive sportsman, I don't think it's going to live much longer. You know, here's my personal preference, and and this is probably the competitive side of me, is, you know, okay, so you, you create a 40 and over class. I'm 41, so, all right, fine, I go run in that class. Let's, pre let's pretend I win. Yep. Well, great. I'm the top of the 40 and over class. Now compare but, your time with the winner of the A main of the regular class. Exactly. I want to be I want to compete against the best. Yeah. Whether that's 40 and over or whether that's a 16 year old. Yeah. Um, I want to run with the best. Yep. Oh, that's a uh, that's another thing. I, I'm a little disappointed the Hens 
Hens aren't going to be there this week or two weekends from now. Um, they uh, there there's an RC wedding up in Brainerd, so basically none of the Brainerd guys are going to be at Loose Nuts. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, at the round after in Duluth, it's been um the message has been relayed to me. Uh, Caden's going to really look forward to racing against me. So I. Uh, the Caden's younger hens. Yep. I, I think he uh I think he might have something for me. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um it, it is fun watching him and his brother race a lot and they're both gonna be excellent racers when they're develop a little more. Um Caden always seems to have that little bit of an edge though. And I think uh he's been developing it quite a bit. Yeah, that's that's good. It's just time on the track. It's you know, it's at at forty years old. It's it's the same thing. You're you're developing. You, you know, I I obviously have high expectations of myself. And well, yeah. It you know, you want your first year of racing to be. You want to be the best. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, that's the thing too. It's like. <sighs> I can't expect a terrible amount out of myself. I mean, I went from racing before I had kids. It was just before I had kids, no matter where a track was, I was at the track four days a week also. Sure. Um, so I was fairly deep. I'm, I was way better than I am now, but now I'm only racing twice a week or twice a month. Yep. Maybe twice a month. So it's kind of like, yeah. It's it's hard to develop the skills. Yeah, it's like I'm kind of doing it to myself. And there's no legitimate track. Well, I mean, there's loose nuts, but that's 45 minutes away. Uh, I mean, that that's the closest place to me, and that's in Timmy's backyard. I don't want to be imposing on him constantly. Right. So... Let's see here. 54 minutes. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's about good for me. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things I I swear I had a I swear I had a ton, but you know, after we went through the list, we burned through the list a little bit and yeah. Well, we kind of we kind of hit on those topics right away. Yeah, um there we go. All right. Hold on one second. Let me uh, make sure it's... Okay, there we go. We'll end this one on some uh, ween. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Um, you know, maybe for Loose Nuts, I'll bring my computer with. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, yeah, if you have your monitor, I can bring the rest. Yep. And we can do a podcast. Maybe we'll set up a table outside. Yeah, that works. And just grab people from. All right. Sounds good. We'll uh, we'll see y'all next time. We have ran out of talent. Bye. Bye.